so Chrissy, Thanksgiving, by the time we're recording this before Thanksgiving, but by the time this episode comes out, Thanksgiving will have already passed. That's right. I'm assuming everyone will have gathered around the table with a small gathering this year and then watch Son-in-Law as one does <laughs> now. The new tradition. That should be every household's tradition. Yeah. You know, or any Polly Shore for that matter. Why not? Because <laughs> I am thankful for him. Um, but now we've officially entered the holiday season. Yes. The holiday season that so many people just love and adore. Yeah. Yeah. I'm oh. unfortunately not one of them, but that's okay. Cause I, you know what I can get into, Anne? What? I can get into a holiday movie. Me too. Yes. Me too. I love the Hallmark, the Lifetimes. I think the Lifetimes might edge out the Hallmarks. Really? Uh, yeah, that's, that's a statement. I think so because the Hallmark ones are, are re- so um so saccharine and and they always follow the trope of the woman has to give up her life for the man. It's always like a high powered executive who <laughs> then is like, I'm giving it all up for this divorced father of three <laughs> that doesn't have a job. Like there are literally ones like that. I'm giving up my dream. There was a McKellar that I found extremely egregious i remember her dream her dream was to go to paris and and work in paris and then she meets this i swear to god out of work single father who she hires to do the uh deck the window display and she gives up her dream of paris to stay with this guy (laughs) and that's supposed to be happy ending so that's why sometimes i go oh okay yeah yeah, but w- but so we're for the next month going to be watching a different holiday movie every week, which I'm very excited about. Yes, and we'll we'll talk about um, we'll talk about that later. But we're kicking it off this this week with Holiday, a 2020 entry into the genre. That's right, starring the wonderful Emma Roberts, daughter of our fave Eric Roberts. It's a win-win. I wish they would team up for like a thriller no yeah yeah like some sort of fun i mean she does that kind of stuff she's an american horror story and he does it i mean he'll do any kind of movie (laughs) i I don't know if they're still estranged i don't think they are i think they're actually talking throw in julia too why not get the whole thing that wouldn't that be wonderful yeah that'd be a holiday miracle that would be a holiday miracle well they could do their own version of a thanksgiving movie i say (gasps) chrissy you're on to something (laughs) Someone get somebody on the horn. Let's get this. Let's write this thing up. Oh, my god! Wouldn't that be amazing? The three of them. The three of them. A Thanksgiving movie. The three of them. Muldoon can play Emma Roberts' love interest. Yep. Or he might be a little, well, he might be a little old for her, for that. Cause he's oh, yeah, he is. No, he could play Julia Roberts. Julia love Roberts. Oh, my God. This is how we're conditioned. This is how we're conditioned as women. Well, I think he and Julia Roberts are literally almost exactly. I think they are the They're same They're literally age. the same age. And yeah. I shame on me for even saying that. I apologize on behalf of everyone. Yeah. That we are conditioned as women to just assume yeah. that the 50-year-old is going to take up with the, the 30-year-old. And by the way, I'm sure 30 is like pushing it. Well, I just saw yesterday that Russell Crowe, is, who's 56, is dating someone who's 30. I mean, that's the thing. It's not shocking. Like, it's just like, that checks out. If you told me Russell Crowe, age 56, was dating a 56-year-old, I'd be like, really? (laughs) 
that's why people love Keanu Reeves. I love Keanu Reeves. Who doesn't? But he's oh, eating an, a, a woman that's his age, and he is being celebrated as though he invented the cure for cancer. Well, because the other thing about the woman that his age, and to her credit, she's like full gray. Like yeah. she's like owning her gray. So it even, she, I actually think she looks older than she is. Yeah, she does because she's gray. I mean, she's still a beautiful woman, but it's like the fact that we are all celebrating him for, for <laughs> dating just a lady his age, just being like, no, we, I like her. We have things in common and we know that we are like, what? <laughs> what? Yeah, well. And on that note, we'll kick off the holidays. <laughs> right. Our gift to you. All right. Welcome, everybody, to the That's Outrageous Working Title podcast. I am Chrissy. Hi, I'm Anne. And on this Thanksgiving, I am Anne's best friend. Look, you know what? In the spirit of the holidays, Chrissy. <laughs> Why not? That can be my gift to you this holiday season. I will take it, and It'll you. stand between November 28th <laughs> through, look, how about through December, like, 30th? Oh, 30th wow. I thought, I'll give you. I that? literally thought you were going to say December 1st, because once we get into the official, I mean, it's already the official well, holiday you know, season. But it's, but. The, it's the season of giving. That's so nice. I'll take it. Yeah. I, will, I will end 2020 on a high note. <laughs> You're the only person that's saying that, by the way. Is anybody? And I would love to meet the people that is like 2020. You know what? It wasn't that bad. There's some people that are like, was it? You know what? It could have been worse, and it could have been worse. But come on, I don't know. There's so many bad things. No, I should anyway. say that now. I mean, we still have two months to go, but we, we yeah. we're we're in the we're in the final bend. Bend, but anything yeah. could happen. Yep. It's like those races where like the racer is so far ahead and then they like pull a hamstring and they're crawling to the finish line. <laughs> yeah. That's literally all of us. It's the world crawling, going, oh. crawling to the finish line. Uh, all right. Well, this is That's Outrageous, the podcast where we discuss life's oddities and of course the things that we find outrageous. <laughs> right. Uh, Either in a good or bad way. Either right. good or bad. That's right. Um, so, Anne, we're going to start with the story that you found. Oh, I don't because, even know what it was. Yeah. Well, you claim that I love the animal stories, but I think oh. you love the animal stories. I think we all love the animal stories. <laughs> the collective we. The collective we. Um, well, this one, there is a new app called Meow Talk that translates cats' language for their owners. Okay. Okay. I didn't actually read the article. I just read the headline. So captivated you. Yeah. It's like interesting. Yeah. Well, let's, let's dive in. Okay. Uh, so there is a former Amazon engineer who worked on the Alexa app, as we all know that, Ugh. One. <laughs> which, app. which I call uh, snooping. hundred um, percent. Uh, Alexa's collecting all the notes, everybody, all yeah, of them. You think all she's of them. not writing it down? She is. You have let you have let them into your home. Um, anyway, he worked on that app. Now wants to solve the mystery of what your cat is trying to tell you. Which is very uh, very niche, I would say. But um, this man, he works at a company called Aqualon, and he has developed the Meow Talk app, which supposedly translates a wide range of feline utterances. Okay. 
Now, this man, Javier Sanchez, who came up with the app, he says, it's not a language. They don't share words or communicate with each other. Cats never meow at each other in nature. Um, but he says that he has concluded through research that cats have nine basic intentions. How do we figure this Duh. out? <laughs> I mean, everybody, what? Hungry, fucking hurt. Yeah, good, and that's two. You know what I mean? It's like everybody has the basics. The basics, Want to yes. go outside, want to go inside. Yes, I'm hungry, I'm happy, and I'm in pain are three that they list. So you got you got two out of three there, Anne. I, but I mean, that's, here's the, here's the problem. Because cause I have cats. I've had cats my whole life. I have one cat, actually, my, the little one. She doesn't meow at all. She oh. literally does not meow. She's, she's mute. Oh, that's sad. I like it because the other one does not shut the fuck up. <laughs> and he is constantly, oh my God, I'm like, Terry, what? And Terry has, look, it's when he's hungry. It's sometimes he freaks out. I think he has PTSD from being from Azerbaijan and being <laughs> on the streets of Azerbaijan. He was, he was on the streets with three legs. I, I, I know that. I do know that. And I, so it's like, you can tell as a, as an animal owner, not just cats, I think with any animal, their intention. It's not the meow. It's what's accompanying the the meow. You don't need an app to tell you is what I'm saying. Unless it could literally, you put the app up and it's like, does meow and it says, he's trying to tell you he doesn't like the turkey dinner. He likes <laughs> Well, this says that users can fine tune the app and note when they believe the translation was accurate. And they can update with custom messages such as, I want my toy. <laughs> I want the one that's like, I don't like you. I don't like yeah. it here. <laughs> I want to get the heck out of here. Um, users can create their own cat's meow, their own cat's meow, to decide, to decode what it means. But the ultimate goal is coming up with a collar that will be able to translate with a vocal response. That's terrifying. Well, it is terrifying because he said he used one on his own kitten whose meow was translated as, I'm angry, leave me alone. <laughs> that checks out. Which I have to say with my limited experience with cats, I think that's what most cats are saying. Yeah. They're like, bug off. Yeah. Cats they're just come like- to you when they want, you know what I mean? It's like, they'll let you know. They'll let you know when they want something. Yeah. You can't be I'll, too needy with a cat because the cat will be like, bug off. They want their own space, which I can relate to. No, I agree. Well, I have to say, I don't really like cats and I feel like that draws them to me. Yeah. Nothing to do with them. And then they're always like, you know, doing that figure eight through your legs. I'm like, <laughs> I, I, yeah, you're like, this is too much for me. I'm like, I have no interest in this whatsoever. Um, yeah. So, Anne, maybe one day you'll get a collar for Terry. Do you know what's crazy is this guy is going to become so rich off of this app. If it works. Even if it doesn't work, because people will go, this is fun. How funny. And they'll think it's cute. And this guy will be laughing it up on his yacht while we're sitting here <laughs> doing a podcast. Well, I, I hate to say it. If he worked on the Alexa, he might already have that yacht. That's true. That's true. Ugh. All right. And well, let's see how you feel about this one. Um, this is a, uh, some news that was recently come, come to light about Mike Tyson, the boxer, Mike Tyson. <laughs> yeah. Like the, yeah, to explain who Mike Tyson. Yes. I'm familiar <laughs> with Mike Tyson, the boxer. 
<laughs> yes, he was he was on a podcast um and he was telling the podcaster um oh sorry, the podcast was called Hot Boxing. Oh. Hot boxing, yeah. Catchy. Is that about drugs? And no, I think it's about boxing. <clears throat> well, you know what like, hot boxing is? No. Where you're where you're smoking in a car and you have all the windows up. And so all the Christy. Oh. Well, actually, okay, so maybe this maybe you're right, Anne. Hold on. Feeling, Hold on. I have a feeling that I could be right here. <laughs> My God. <laughs> You've never heard that expression? No. I'm going to go out on a limb and say you've never done that. Oh, God, no. Yeah. Okay. No. Somehow this podcast has become all about drugs. But so this, they they were asking him how he was, while he he was actively, you know. um, A boxer? Yeah. You know, in his 20s, how he was able to cheat the system. About drug drug tests? Yes. (laughs) on the podcast hot boxing (laughs) it's very niche if it's about just boxers smoking (laughs) smoking weed that's very niche but that's fine well um so the the answer is uh mike tyson used something called a whizinator oh that's the peanut the thing you put on your penis that is correct it is a prosthetic penis with a built-in bag to store someone else's pee okay according to mike tyson this is a quote it was awesome man uh i put my baby's urine in it huh but can't they when you when people do that can't don't you have to make sure that you're i always thought you have to get the urine from like he'd have to get, he should have gotten urine from like a man around his age. You know what I mean? Yes. Apparently he had initially used his wife's urine. Yeah. So you can't, cause they can tell it's, if it's a, there's female hormones in that urine, I think. Well, it, well, what happened was there were other, other people. I don't know. And I don't remember if they said they were boxers or not, but no, it was, it was um, a boxer used his wife's urine and they didn't know it at the time, but she was pregnant. So the thing came back and they're like, yeah, oh, you're, sir, you're pregnant. Yeah. But he said um, that he'd never touch PEDs. I don't know about what that is. And PED. A PED. Uh, it's some kind of drug, I think. But he has been open about his cocaine and weed consumption throughout his career. Oh, uh, that's that's like steroids like performing performing and oh performance enhancing drugs drugs. yes all right so he didn't do performance enhancing drugs but he did do cocaine and and weed i don't know why that's uh to his credit but i would say you know whatever as far as like weed and coke like that's not performance enhancing oh no 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 i'm just saying why is it better that he did weed and coke other than performance enhancing drugs i think it's not cheating at boxing As a matter of fact, I think, I mean, smoking weed and then boxing, I think you'd be like a little slow, slow on the take. Oh yeah. Well, sure. Sure. Well, this is interesting. Um, in the boxing world for urine testing that there is a tester who actually watches the athlete provide the sample. Yeah. So Mike Tyson had, I don't know how he successfully pulled this off. I guess they must look very realistic because he had one that matched his skin color. Well, I would hope that they provide a fake penis for drug testing in all shades. 
But my question is not so much about the shade. If it has a bag of urine in it, where doesn't, don't they see that? How do they hide that? Maybe it's like in the ball part. I don't know. I'd like to yeah. see it. I'd like to see it. I mean, look, there's, there's an industry for it. Look, a lot of people have to do drug tests. But now we, now we know how Mike Tyson, well, I guess now we know that Mike Tyson did drugs while he was boxing. He bit off someone's ear, Chrissy. Yeah. I think he probably was doing drugs. I don't know if his state of mind was a hundred percent on point. No. Well, no. that was actually later that he did that. Um, I'm not saying he wasn't on drugs then, but in his prime, he was doing drugs. Yeah. Well, you know. All right. And let's just wrap this up with one entry from our favorite state, Florida. Oh God. In Orlando, Florida, <laughs> Orlando, Florida. What's that? I said, okay. Orlando. <laughs> It's going to be the nation's first regional hub for flying cars. Um, what? Yes, I actually saw this. I mean, this is from a real news source. I'm not saying it's not, but I also saw it on the news this week. Um, it's it's going to happen in five years, and they will be able to take passengers from Orlando to Tampa in half of an hour. Um, <laughs> what a what a route! Orlando what a route! To Tampa. Yes. Um, but there is a German-based aviation company that manufactures the industry's only five-passenger electric vertical takeoff and landing aircraft, um, and it can go up to 185 miles an hour. No, I'm sorry. That's a lie. It can travel 185 miles uh, with a one-hour charge. Is it like the technology of a, of a plane? I think it's, but it's, but it's electric and also they're so small. I think that's why they're calling it like the jet, like, you know, the Jetsons cars, because you yeah. can't hold that many people on it. When I first thought, wrote, read this, I thought it'd be like, you know, like you or I could go to Florida and, and get in this thing and quote unquote, drive it around. But it sounds like it's almost going to be like an aviation company, but they're just doing little. I mean, I imagine it's just, it's like a testing period. Cause I don't know anyone who urgently needs to get from Orlando to Tampa. Yeah, I think it's probably the first one. Um and so you'd be able to book reservations via your phone like similarly to how you would do Uber or Lyft and um you could fit four passengers and a pilot. The cost will be similar to a first class airfare, though the price will likely go down as the service becomes more popular. Um and then it says, unlike airplanes and helicopters, the vehicles offer quick point-to-point -point personal travel, at least in principle. They could do away with the hassle of airports and traffic jams. And how long does it take? Half an hour. I'm not going to be signing up for that. It'll be interesting, though, to see if it starts here and this is something that happens. Because I guess to this point, you know, one of the big hassles is going to an airport and going through all that stuff. And this sounds oh, yeah. like- I mean, it's great in theory. I just, yeah. I don't know if the technology is there. Maybe it is. They're, they're, they're figuring out how cats talk. Maybe they can get a- <laughs> What if the cat says, I want to get on, I want to go to Orlando. I'd be like, jump in. I'll pick up Mike Tyson on the way. We'll <laughs> hotbox the whole way. It'll be great. Half an hour. And spark up a joint, <laughs> or smoke, smoke it out of the out of the can. Yeah, the wheat. Yeah, you, you get Miley, you get Mike Tyson. This is quite that would be so fun. I would do that. I would. I would get into <laughs> one of those 
cars with Miley and Mike Tyson and be like, oh, let's roll you guys. I do that. That's the only way you're getting me on that, on that thing. I, that would actually be very interesting. Yeah, that I will do. I will get on that, that leg from Orlando to Tampa. Yeah. Can you imagine the conversation between Miley Cyrus and Mike Tyson? It's probably fun. Sure. Well, there's a show for you, Anne. That would be a great show. That would be that would be so much better than Martha and Snoop Dogg. Yeah, it would be. Miley and Mike. It even sounds good. Miley and Mike, and it's just them. It's it's my it's it's them doing like a taxi cab confessions, but <laughs> on the flying car route between Tampa and Orlando. That is an amazing show. Please, someone, I beg of you, if anyone's listening, this de- development executive. Yes. That is fantastic. So this week, Anne, we watched a movie that is actually just came out this year um, on Netflix and it's called Holiday. Yes, Chrissy chose Holiday. And let me say, I when you said Holiday, I was like, that rings a bell to me, that name. And then I looked it up and it was in fact a show on oh. SoapNet. Remember SoapNet? Vaguely. It was just a um a network that ran the soaps <laughs> yeah of course i watched it and then they would run like old 90210 and you know but they ran all the abc soaps on soapnet um but they had a show called holiday and it was like i think it came out probably around the same time as that movie the holiday you know the one with like with cameron diaz and yes. um kate winslet where they switch mm-hmm. switch how you know towns and yep. it was the same kind of premise but anyway I was like, holiday, surely someone's used that before. And they had. Yes. Well, this is a movie starring Emma Roberts. Um, Emma Roberts. I love her. You love Emma Roberts. Uh, an Australian guy I had never seen before named Luke Bracey. Can I just tell you, the minute that guy came on the screen, I went, that's why Chrissy likes this movie. <laughs> the minute I go, I see. We got a poor man's Hemsworth here. And I'm not well, talking about Luke Hemsworth. I'm talking about uh, who's the poor man of his own brother, Chris Hemsworth. But yes, uh, this guy, Brace, Luke Bracey, is for sure a bargain basement Hemsworth. Well, I actually, of course, I looked him up and there was a picture of him with the Hemsworths. I guess it, it well, yeah, they all know each other. All the it's a small, small group in Australia. Yeah. Uh, Kristen Chenoweth who I have to say, I like Kristen Chenoweth. I thought she looked awful in this movie. Awful. Yeah. Well, she's, well, I mean, because here's the thing. She's currently on a show on Food Network where I've seen many clips and she looks very good. And then I'm like, how come she looks better on a Food Network show than she looks in this movie? Lighting. Lighting. But that's what I'm, I mean, wouldn't they be? Anyway, uh, Jessica Capshaw, who I thought was seriously miscast in this film, and Frances Fisher. You thought she was seriously miscast? Well, so the premise is Emma Roberts plays a girl named Sloane. Jessica Capshaw is her sister named Abby. Yeah. Frances Fisher is her mother, Elaine. And Kristen Chenoweth is her aunt, Susan. Floozy Susie, I like to call her. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, the whole thing is that, first of all, Jessica Capshaw the whole time. Oh, and then she also has a brother who has like a, you know, a minor role. But. Her and the brother look like they're in the same age range. Jessica Capshaw looks so much older. Well, she is. She's so oh, much older. True. She is. A, how old is Emma Roberts as well? Like maybe 30, 20, late 20s yeah. or maybe 30. Yeah, she's 29. 
and whoever i looked up the brother he was also like in his 20s and then like jessica capshaw is like 42. i'm like this is such a weird leap to have these are the three siblings well they were maybe they were surprises they were surprises i mean listen it's entirely possible it just seemed very strange to me and she plays you know jessica capshaw plays a woman who's married with children and as this very random side story, she winds up kissing someone at a party, which I was like, what was the point of any of this? Dare I say what was the point of any of this in terms of the movie itself, Chrissy? Oh, well, Anne, you and I are going to disagree because I would call this Holland delightful. Oh, <laughs> look, I'm not saying I wasn't like, oh, this is cute. Like I said, Emma Roberts carries it. She's adorable she and so her character's name is sloan the other main character his name is jackson they meet cute as you call it on oh, that a expression has got to go <laughs> gotta go in 2021 meet cute oh god <laughs> well they're both online to return gifts they've gotten for christmas they're both completely annoyed which you can relate to and <laughs> and um and they meet on this line and they're they you know as you said they're kind of both bitching about the holidays and he says to her he invites her they're at the mall he invites her to a new year's eve party under the pretense of like we could go to this i have to go to this thing i don't want to go with a date i just want to go with someone that is not a date why don't you go with me essentially stranger therefore it's a date but yeah right. you know what's funny i think the, the funniest line in the movie is where he's they're standing in the line and the lady's like, I'll buy those pants off you. And he goes, these are $80 worth of pants. I just thought that was funny. <laughs> I said, oh, all right. This seems promising. Well, and so then the premise of the movie is that they, they make this pact that they're not going to become romantically involved, but they will be each other's dates to every major holiday, which, I mean, they went, they, they celebrated holidays that nobody celebrates. Here's the but. thing. I know. That was my the thing I found so weird and funny is like, who in their life has been like, if I don't find a date for the 4th of July, I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. I was waiting for them to celebrate Arbor Day. I'm like, what holiday? I mean, every calendar holiday they were meeting up. Every calendar holiday. Oddly enough, though, they skipped Memorial Day, which is actually a major holiday, but they did not meet up for Memorial Day. They went. Oh, right that was from, 4th of July. Yeah. Okay. They yeah. did Mother's Day and then they did 4th of July. Why, who brings a date for Mother's Day? Yeah, that was the other thing. That was ridiculous. Uh, it and was Easter. Bizarre. You don't need a date for all of these things. For Easter. You don't. I mean, one would argue you don't need a date for any of them. Certainly. I mean, maybe the only one would be new year's maybe but then i kept saying don't either of these people have friends yeah they don't seem to have friends wouldn't you be no. going out with your friends even if your friends are all married or coupled up or whatever like you can still go the premise of the film is flawed is what i'm saying chrissy not that that's ever stopped me before enjoying a movie but i just was like this, mm, well, he has one friend. He has his one friend who is the friend that winds up kissing the sister. We don't see any. Emma Roberts doesn't seem to have any friends. She, the only, well, and that's the thing. The only person she ever goes to any, I mean, and not every party, but any of the parties with is her sister. Yeah. And her sister who is married never brings her husband to any of these parties. Yeah. The husband who's Alex Moffat from SNL. I like that guy. Yeah. That was a random part also. Yeah. He wasn't in it enough. 
no and his role was undefined so anyway so they go to all these various they celebrate all these various holidays together now here's what i found perplexing they celebrate cinco de mayo together yeah they both again another holiday that if you don't have a date (laughs) i mean how how do you not spiral into a depression if you don't have a date for cinco de mayo (laughs) right but they both get extremely drunk to the point where they don't really know what happens and then in the morning they wake up and it is suggested that maybe they had sex yeah that's called a blackout chrissy yeah they blacked out yeah blackouts oh can i just everyone to let you know that chrissy when she chose this movie she goes there's a good there's a netflix one and emma roberts i said well i love emma roberts and she said but this one's a little different because it has and i quote coarse language crude oh crude i think you said coarse all right crude Crude. like even better crude language (laughs) and i said what do you mean crude language well i'm just saying it's a little it has some crude language in it it does. So the movie starts and I'm like waiting for the crude language. And I guess, I mean, at one point, like what was, cr- I mean, like, did they swear a little bit, I guess? Well, no, I wouldn't even say that. I thought there were, there were a couple of lines that were out of the rom-com playbook. Well, out of the Lifetime Hallmark ones. Or even a Nora Ephron one, let's just say, which I call the gold standard. Kristen Chenoweth did talk about a clitoris or somebody mentioned clitoris well and also the very the very first this is all right this is where i see the movie being flawed the very first party they go to is new year's eve they barely know each other yeah which is sort of the point they barely know each other they've agreed it's not a date fine whatever emma roberts is wearing a lovely dress yeah she looks pretty and he says to her, your tits look great. In oh, that. yeah. I thought that was weird, too. And then he's like, and your ass is looking good or something about her tits and her ass. And I'm like, they do both look good. But that's I, I just didn't get the point of that. And he's like, this is great. I can say whatever I want. And I don't have to pretend. And I, I yes. thought that was weird. That's where I think most women would be like, OK, we're done. Like, I'm leaving. That was I think that whole thing is what I, I think maybe didn't work for me in this movie where it was like they were trying they're like let's take a a lifetime hallmark and 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 amp it up and bring up you know tits and talk about and it just was like a little bit like "Mm." yeah it didn't fit with the rest of it because i was like i wouldn't go out with that guy again even if it was just to fake go out like who wants to go out with someone who talks to you like that It, it was it was a stretch the whole premise is a stretch. Well, the whole premise is a stretch. And you know what else it was funny is at that party, they were talking about how it's like the hottest party. I'm like, there's no one there. There's nobody at this party. They ha- they're able to sit on a giant couch, just the two of them. No one else is there. When the, when the ball drops, it looks like the party was over. They were completely, it, 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 I have a lot of problems, I think, with this movie. Yeah. But anyway, so let's just say on Cinco de Mayo, this is what I thought was weird. Also, again, not in the rom-com playbook. It appears, although neither of them can confirm that they might have slept together. Yeah. Now, do you think that they did? No. You don't think they did? I don't think so. Well, that's what I was like. I thought that there should be some kind of, I didn't think so either. Cause I'm like, then what's the point of the next few months? Like this is, this is, We've we've already now established that they're into each other. Do you know what I'm saying? And also the fact that they only got together and communicated 
when they were getting ready for the next holiday. So they yeah. would go like a- yeah, in between even like talking. Yes. Yes. But yeah. he was known well enough for the family that he was invited separately, separately from Emma Roberts. He's invited to her brother's wedding. Yes. It, a lot of it didn't act. You know what else was a big problem with me? The movie takes place in Chicago. I love yep. Chicago. And it would, it was like February in Chicago and they're both wearing like light jackets <laughs> over like short sleeve shirts. Yeah. Yeah. But I will say, yes. And he goes to the sister's wedding, uh, sorry, with, to the brother's wedding with her aunt, her aunt that is known to be, you know, someone who just uses men and moves on. Yeah. And we're also expected to believe that neither of these people can get their own dates. That was my other question. I'm, when I was- They're both attractive people. Well, that's what I was thinking. Do super attractive people, like here's two super attractive people who have met each other, clearly like each other, but they're like, no, no, we're not going to go for each other. I'm like, do su- maybe this is true as I'm saying it. Do super attractive people just have so many other super attractive people that they could choose from that they can just be like, yeah, I'm not going to go with this one. Um, in my experience, it actually- <laughs> <laughs> No, I think um, the whole premise is flawed. The premise of this film is flawed. And the only thing that keeps this thing afloat is Emma Roberts, in my opinion. Yeah, because Kristen Chenoweth was not, I mean, she had sort of a hard role to pull off because it just seems. Her character came across real annoying. Very annoying. Really annoying. Desperado. Yeah. Her whole shtick is she brings a different holiday to every you know, function. And first of all, the, the holidays are stressful in and of itself. Yeah. Now she's going to bring Dan Laria into this, <laughs> you know, and you got to make, look, I love Dan Laria, but you got to make small talk with Laria. Well, then he winds up with the mother. Yeah. Thank God. But you want to come in you want to bring a stranger in and then you have to, you have the family stuff and then small talk. Like who's bringing a date? thanksgiving or any of these events like i don't get it i just look there have been a lot of lifetimes in hallmarks where people do where they'll do like um there was a joey lawrence one there's a bunch of them where it's like hey you come with me home because my family won't get off my back pretend to pretend to be my fiance or whatever and then obviously they end up getting together in the end there's a lot okay. of those yes or it's or a wedding you know i need a date for a wedding i need it it's always a one specific activity they need someone to kind of take the pressure off right. and those i buy i go okay but the this one it's like valentine's day they got together on valentine's day and then yeah. there's this whole thing where her, her ex-boyfriend which is this frenchman and she kept saying how hot he was and i'm like i don't find this guy remotely attractive <laughs> do you she's talking about I, how hot her ex her french ex-boyfriend was and i'm like this guy well, he was certainly, I, he was not my type, but he was certainly attractive. I mean, I wasn't into him at all. I don't, I mean, I think that if he walked into Chelsea Market, you'd be like, who's that guy? No. He did not look like an average person. I wasn't into it. As a matter of fact, <laughs> I can't even recall what he looks like. That's how <laughs> unimpressed I was. <laughs> well, he certainly, let me say this. The, the Jackson character was certainly as attractive as oh, him. Like it, I thought he was way cuter. And yeah. I'm not even into that Hemsworth look, but I thought the main guy was cute. He was very cute. He was, he was very cute. Um, and so, you know, 
clearly by the 4th of July, they're both into each other. Why at that point they have to keep denying their feelings seemed ridiculous. It was absurd. It was yeah. absurd. It was like, there's no barrier to you two getting together. Right. There's- like why, why, why are you fighting this? Right. Why are you fighting? blown off? It, there's a lot, there's a lot of problems. So by Halloween, they actually get together to the point where they both remember it. But yet again, Emma Roberts wakes up the next day and is pushing him out the door. Right. Like, again, why? What would the reason be for that? I also have a a problem with with that scene because the joke of it is that the sister accidentally gives Emma Roberts laxatives. She thinks she's giving her, like, an acid. And then there's the scene where, you know, inevitably she shits her pants. Yep. He is there for for me that would have been the deal breaker it would have been like you gotta go and we can never see each other again and that would be totally understandable but there's a scene where he's bathing her in the bathtub lovingly it's very strange yeah very strange yeah and i would assume if someone had taken that many laxatives she would have been shitting her all night like it wasn't going to be a one and done she would have been like in that bathroom the entire night yeah in agony yeah so why even have that scene if you're not going to be true to the true to form well also he actually it's almost like he has like the nozzle like he's almost like using it like as a hose (laughs) i'm like you're gonna let him in that bathroom after what just happened like come on well and he's doing her back i was like i would never i've been married for 23 years i wouldn't let my husband do that never that's the thing i was like this may have broken new ground though but (laughs) As far as that they, the love really blossoms after he cleans her asshole. I've n- I don't know if I've ever seen a romantic comedy do that. So you know what? Maybe I'm turning my own self around. <laughs> that, that really is a, a barrier groundbreaking. <laughs> and actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I think if I ever asked my husband to do that, that would lead to divorce. Yeah. That would be the end. I mean, there are lines that you do not cross. <laughs> There things you close the bathroom door for a reason, <laughs> and then the next morning that's the morning they wake up and they have sex. And she's yeah. like, I don't, I don't, um, make out before brushing my teeth, which uh, true, I'm <laughs> on that one, but it's like he washed her asshole, they have no, have not brushed their teeth, and they have romantic sex, and then she kicks him out, she kicks him out. Yeah, but I have to say, I would do the same. I w- oh. I'd be like, it's now it's over. It's over. And the reason would be, you know what happened and I know what <laughs> happened and let's just leave it at that. And thank you and, and good night, sir. That would have been a plausible reason. If the sister's like, what? The sister's like, why? Why are you pushing him away? If her answer was, he saw me shit my pants and then washed my asshole. <laughs> that you, there's no comeback. You'd be like, well, yeah, okay. That, he was that, a nice guy. He was a nice guy, but I get it. I get it. Yeah. That could yeah. have been her only retort. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And yet after that, they do, of course, yeah, wind up together in the end in this ridiculous scene that takes place back where they met. They're back at the mall. Why are they always in malls? That guy does love a mall, which I did find strange. Well, I was like, this this is good PR for the mall industry, which is dying. He never actually purchased any items. He was always walking around with no bags in his hands. He was just yeah. walking around the mall. Yeah, which is, you know, and that's actually interesting. Harkens back 
to Stalked by My Doctor, where Eric Roberts, father <gasps> of Emma Roberts, is just walking around the mall trying to find his teenage love interest. Look at that. Oh, huh? like worlds collide. That's who could put those two things together? Oh, I love that. God, I feel like I should write an email to Eric Roberts. Oh, he's wonderful. Yeah. Well, well, she was channeling her father. Then she, of course, there's a choir there, which they don't mind that she takes over the microphone. Right. They're like, it's fine. Go ahead. Ruin our concert. Random girl. Um, so she could proclaim her love for Jackson. And we have to assume now they've lived happily ever after. Yeah. And you know what was funny? And then they showed, you know, that which I do like when movies do the credits and then they'll do like pictures as the credits are coming up to see what's, you know, going on in the people's lives. So there's photos of them in Australia for the new year and photos of like the mom with Dan Laria and Kristen Chenoweth with the boyfriend. And yeah. Um, which I, I do like when they do that. But, um, I was thinking like the ending, they were going to do the dirty dancing run again. Nothing, everything that was like a setup you, that you thought there would be like a callback at the end, like did not happen. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, listen, I think it was a solid movie. I wouldn't like go crazy over it. It was an enjoyable hour and a half or whatever it was. Yeah, it was okay. It was okay. I think it was cute. She's adorable. She was very cute. I thought he was very cute as yeah, you called he, it. He was, he was, you know serviceable in the role yeah he was very charming yeah i guess i don't i don't think they had a like particularly great chemistry Hmm. i thought they were very cute together i bought them i bought them together yeah it was okay yeah uh, listen again for the for the holiday season not a bad way to spend the time no yeah i didn't end it and go this was terrible i i was like all right yeah it was good it was good. I would give it a what is it? A Muldeen? I'd give, yeah, it a I'll give it. I'll give it a Muldeen. Yeah, give it I'll a give Muldeen. it a Muldeen. Oh, speaking of Muldoon. Yeah, of course. I mean, he is a king of the holiday movies. <laughs> he has. So, I mean, we've already done a boyfriend for Christmas, which is to me the gold standard. Yeah. I love a boyfriend for Christmas. Um, and we're almost entering into the time where it's the twelve days of Muldoon. The, the greatest time of the year which is a real thing <laughs> a real thing that i made my family do last december before even we thought about doing a podcast i made my own family participate in something i created myself called the 12 days of muldoon which was we had to watch <laughs> swear to god this is this is true i'm making fun of the people with the 14 kids meanwhile um we watched literally 12 muldoon movies over the course and yes there are that many okay there's more than that over there, the wait, course to of, clarify there are 12 Muldoon holiday holiday only movies these were not holiday only we okay. we did you know an ice spiders we did <laughs> alpha wolf you know we switched it up it wasn't just holiday but a lot of them were holiday i would say maybe half yeah half that's a lot holiday. yeah yeah so i i think that you know I will certainly provide the list for anyone who wants to participate. Of course. This year. Yes. Um, but we will for sure do another Muldoon holiday. Of course. Ourselves. Has to happen. All right. Well, next week. Next week. There's one with a dog. A, he's on a road trip with a dog. 
That's 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 another you know standard trope: man and dog. I feel like Kevin Costner's done at least three movies with his dog. George Hamilton's in that one. Ooh, I love George yeah. Hamilton. And Wink Martindale. Makes really? Sense. Yeah, that's a good Wink one. Wink Martindale. That's correct. Wow. Cameo. Wow. All right. Well, we'll be on pins and needles till we find out what it is. <laughs> exactly. Oh, you know what? This that movie would have been better. Muldoon. Holiday. You, you've said that last week. You said the same thing. Or no, not last week. It wasn't son-in-law. It, oh, it was. Um... Although I would have loved Muldoon in the role of son-in-law of the, uh, the boy for the bad boyfriend. He could, he, you can, you can retrofit Muldoon in nearly any film. And I would argue it would make it better. Oh, you might be right. You might be onto something. I'm telling you. Yeah. Well, I don't think it's that controversial an opinion. I'm not arguing with it. He should have, in this movie, at the very minimum, he should have been one of Kristen Chenoweth's many dates. Oh yeah. That would have been a good cameo. That would have been a good cameo. Yeah. Well, see, if we ran Hollywood, Anne. If we ran Hollywood. (laughs) that would be great all right Anne. well we're into the holiday season and uh, i look forward to the next few weeks of many holiday movies and i want to oh you know what i want to say i want to give a quick shout out to my friend susan who told me that she listens to the podcast on the weekends when she does like her run when she she's a little daughter isabella who's so cute so she does like her this is my me time where she does her run on the weekends. And she's like, I have to tell you, I've been listening to the podcast and I just, I love it. And it's like her escape, which I thought was just the sweetest compliment. Yes. So thank you, Susan. Thank you, Susan. Keep up the pace. Keep up the heart rate. If you're running right now, keep it going. Keep it going. (laughs) So thank you to everybody who's been listening. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. And keep listening on all your favorite platforms, which of course I say every week and forget every week, but you know yeah. what they are. And also I say every week, do some reviews and yet I see, see none. Have oh. you seen any? No, but I don't even, I hate to say it. I don't even know where to look. <laughs> That's true. I'm, I'm, admon- I'm admonishing everyone. Meanwhile, people are like, I love to review. Um, yeah, I have not seen reviews. Um, and also our Instagram page, which is fun. And, um, leave some comments yes and has been doing a great job with the instagram and i will say that my father poppy who was on a couple weeks ago who said he never would listen because he didn't understand it (laughs) listened did that's what he said he listened of course to the one that he was on and gave it i should have him review it give it a big thumbs up he said he very much enjoyed it he he liked it because he listened to the one he was on yeah well you know poppy was a hit poppy poppy will be back with more of his words of wisdom we need some more pee-wow more few house. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right, Anne. Well, another delightful week and uh, do it, we'll do it again next week. Yes, we will. Until then, cheers. Cheers. Holiday cheers. I like it. Outrageous. Outrageous.